0: Praise the Lord. What I feared most. We thank God for this day that he has blessed us with. I believe he has got a good message for each one of us, something to speak to us. It may take one minute for you to get what God is speaking to you. It may take the whole... uh, maybe 45 minutes or so. But I want to pray that God is going to speak to us what he intends to this morning, this afternoon. Father, we thank you. We bless your holy name. We worship you for this moment that you have given us to be together... Lord, as we sit at your feet, we invite you, Holy Spirit, to speak to us in the way you have so desired today. Father, each one of us has come with different expectations, and so we just want to surrender to you. We say, here we are, O Lord. Use us as vessels that are in your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yeah, so uh, I like looking at the people at the back first, and then I start speaking. There's a reason for that. But don't worry, it's very good reason. Praise the Lord. Amen. Time and again, I've, I noted, the coordinator kept repeating these words, I don't know why. Hebrews uh, 10.22. Kept saying the first statement on that. Let us draw near with a true heart. Let us tr- draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having hearts sprinkled from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. So I was wondering what was happening Rajesh stays about uh, 150 meters from my house Pastor Francis stays about 2 kilometers away and as you know Pastor Abraham is all the way in India And just to assure you, the only time I met Brother Rajesh before this morning was yesterday on the stage when I was talking about the Kerala dress. I have not spoken to Pastor Abraham. I spoke this morning with Pastor Francis, but it was on the matters of Friday school. This morning, God wants us to share on the subject of a closer walk with Him. Praise the Lord. So you understand why I'm saying all that. I don't write the promise of the week. I don't know who God inspired to give. But that's what He intends us to meditate upon this afternoon being close to Him. Praise the Lord. So may God bless all of us as we continue. First, I will take us to Hebrews. It's not going to be where we'll be referring, but I just feel that we need to visit this place. It's a very good hall. I don't know whether to refer to it as a museum, but it's a wonderful chapter in the Bible. Some people refer to it as the hall of faith, a hall of fame of faith, I don't know how you refer to it, but we realize that God had a purpose for including it in the scripture. He starts by saying, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, by this faith, by this hope of substances that are not the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were made of things which do appear. Then the list begins. Verse 4. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice and came, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Verse 5, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he heard this testimony. That he pleased God. Some versions say that he walked with God. Verse 7 By faith, no, being warned of, of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of their witness, which is by faith. Then the list continues in verse 8, by faith Abraham. Then it goes to mention other people down there, by faith Isaac, by faith Jacob, by faith Joseph, by faith Moses. And all these people become witnesses of God's love, and powerful ministration in the lives of a human being. They become witnesses of what God can do with you if you decide to walk with him. They bear witness of the mighty working of God in the life of a man who has surrendered himself to the presence of God. So this morning, I would like us also just to revisit a few of them and see how it impacts our lives today. If we go to Genesis chapter 5. Genesis chapter 5, verse 22. After the birth of Methuselah, Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared because God took him. I love verse 24. It says, walking in close fellowship with God. Walking in close fellowship with God. And then suddenly, he disappeared. And we come to know that God took him away. Praise the Lord. Because they were in close fellowship with God. So what do we pick out from the life of Enoch? Enoch had a lifestyle that forced him to be close to God. His lifestyle drove him every hour to be in constant fellowship with God. And for that reason, it became central in their relationship between him and God. Enoch, because of his association with God and his close fellowship with God, one day he forgot to go back to his home and he found himself having seen things that he was not allowed to come and share on earth. There are some things when God exposes to you, then you have already crossed the boundary because it is not for mere human being. Somebody says it's not for muscle. Is that what Nigerians say? It's not for flesh and blood to witness. It is for other people in another realm to bear witness. That is why Paul says he was in a heaven and saw and heard things that he cannot repeat again. He's not allowed to speak of them. Praise the Lord. This was such a fellowship that uh, was wonderful. But what do we see from Enoch's life? I just want you to think about it in the normal way. Nothing hidden. No secret card. Praise the Lord. Is it possible that Enoch, in the process of fellowshipping with God, and walking with God, he could suffer want, he could lack? Is it possible? Speak to me, you people. Is it possible that in the process of Enoch, fellowshipping with God that closely, he could suffer lack in his life? That is why you suffer a lot. Praise the Lord. God owns everything. Praise the Lord. In his presence, that is why the likes of Moses would stay 40 days fasting. They didn't need food because God was with them. Praise the Lord. He could replenish everything their body required. They did not need food with him. So Enoch, in his closeness with God, could not suffer want, could not lack anything in his life. And that is the relationship that we want to discuss this morning. That is the relationship that he says we draw near to God. And I want to introduce all of you to this. We have been saved, yes, but there's a deeper relationship that we need to cultivate with God and to desire to be deep and deep in that relationship because it begins to take us to a new dimension that might not allow us to operate in the same way we are operating today. Praise the Lord. And there's the song which says, because he lives. I can face tomorrow because he lives. Oh, fear is gone because I know you, he was my future, and life is worth the living just. Because he lives. Praise the Lord. Because he lives, we can also face tomorrow. If you have that assurance, it becomes easy for you to operate. Because when challenges come, your focus is not on the challenges. Your focus is on your Lord. The provider, Jehovah Jireh, praise the Lord. When the people were in the boat and the storms were raging around, they were looking at the storms and they got scared. In fact, they concluded that they were about to perish. But fortunately, one of them remembered there was somebody in that boat who was resting and sleeping soundly. And then he said, Let us go. But when they reached there, they did not approach gently. They were quarreling instead. Don't you care that we perish? Why should he care and he's asleep? He's resting. So it means he doesn't care. Praise the Lord. And then he stood up and he rebuked the storm. And they started looking at each other and they said, what manner of man is this? One of these days, you will look at yourself and ask, what manner of man is this? Because he will have lifted you from that, that troubling situation that you never knew you would come out. You saw your hand being plastered on the wall around you, but then he comes in and lifts you out. And he says, I rebuke you, problem. This is not your residence. You've got the wrong number, the wrong way number. This one belongs to me. He is my property. He is my child. I cannot allow you to penetrate his life and to terrorize him because he is my property. I have purchased him by the blood of my son. That is what God is going to speak to us this morning that there are things in our lives that trouble us, and it's because we have not realized who we are walking close to. We have not paid attention to him when he's speaking to us. We have not listened to him when he says, be still and know that I am God. Praise the Lord. And when you begin to hear that sound, there are things that will come shaking and you will laugh. Praise the Lord. I told you, My life has been challenged by one person here. Because at one time, I would greet this brother, and he says, it is well. You ask, how are you? It is well. Many months later, I came to realize at that time that I kept greeting him, there was something happening that was, if it was me, I would be down there, to be honest. But he had his face, well oiled. Walking majestically, confident, because he knew who was inside him. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Praise the Lord. And when that becomes a reality in your life, it becomes sweet to walk with the Lord. Praise the Lord. I like using these illustrations of football. Not that I was a star, but I was a good cheerleader on this. On the terraces. And I knew who was making a mistake. I knew those who were not playing well. I knew who was supposed to be fielded. And who was not supposed to be fielded. Despite the fact that I was not in the training ground. Praise the Lord. When a weak team. That looks so weak. You look at the lineup, And you can say. These ones they will be trying to minimize the damage. They don't want many goals, so they will just be defending. But when it comes to 90 minutes and the whistle is being blown, and that 1-0 above the big one, everybody feels happy. Praise the Lord. Especially, you know, human beings like the underdogs. When they see the underdog overcome, they feel so good. Praise the Lord. I want to assure you, Deep within you, you look at yourself and you feel you are so weak. You feel you are the underdog. But God is going to create an opportunity for you to be an overcomer. Amen. It will be a wonderful moment for you to experience that victory. I tell you, those players, the, weak, the players from the weak team, usually celebrate the most when they know that they have beaten a big team. Praise the Lord. And that is what it is like when we walk with the Lord because it is him that is fighting on our behalf praise the lord so we also go to the same book of genesis and abraham we come across brother abraham we know him so well after lord had gone the lord said to abraham look as far as you can see in every direction north south, east, and west. I am giving all this land, I am giving all this land, as far as you can see, to you and your descendants as a permanent possession. And I will give you so many descendants that, li- descendants that like the dust of the earth they cannot be counted. Go and walk through the land and in every direction, for I am giving it to you. Praise the Lord. Now, just before this happened, before this happened, you remember Abraham has been called from Ur. And God has said, come, we walk with you. And they're walking through that deserted land. Sometimes when you walk in this desert that we have, not in Muscat here, or when you are in the flight and you look down, and you see, especially when it's the daytime, and you look at the ground, you hardly see places where people stay. They're but far apart. So you can imagine somebody walking, through such dry and bare land and he says i'm going to a land that god has chosen for me and so he goes and he took with him lot and lot went with him and it reached a time trouble brewed between the two of them by reason of the blessings that god had given them sometimes you cry that you don't have blessings you don't have A, B, C, D. Sometimes God realizes you, you are create, you'll you create problems. Yeah, I'm just being honest. Some of you, if you are blessed beyond what you are now, you'll be out of this church. And so it is, it is a blessing for you to remain where you are. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Uh, It is a blessing for you. You should should thank God. Lord of mercy. I thank you. I told you myself about myself. I'm not speaking because I told you about UAE. Didn't I? Here on this pulpit. Isn't it a blessing that I'm still in Muscat? (laughs) Praise the Lord. But after some time I've learned my lessons, I'm sure God will revisit that lesson again. Praise the Lord. And I'll not make the same mistakes. So these people have been blessed. Then there's a problem between them. Abraham still remembers. God spoke to me. He told me he's me to a land where he's going to bless me. He still feels the hunger within him. He's wealthy. He's rich. But there is still hunger in him. There is something that God promised me. He's not satisfied with what is there. Praise the Lord. And so he said, ah, what is this trouble that Lord is bringing? He tells Lord, young man, choose where you want to be. Choose what suits you best. We don't have to quarrel over these small things. And Lord chose the best according to human eyes. The best he went. The valley of Jordan. The best place for pasture. He settled there. Praise the Lord. The Bible says he went to the east from where they were, he went to the East. But I want to tell you something today, this morning, this afternoon. Immediately after Lord had left the life of Abraham, temporarily, say immediately. Immediately. I don't like talking to people who are always suspicious. They think I'm trying to, to put a trap somewhere. <laughs> say Immediately. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. That's why after Lord had gone, comma, do you know what that means in English? Pause. Reflect over this. That's what is in the Bible. After Lord had gone, this New Living Translation, comma, reflect over it, Kenneth. So I reflected. Then I realized, quickly, I went to Isaiah 6. After King Uzziah died, then I wonder, eh, God. Something must happen to close associates for you to begin to penetrate. There are some people in your life, there are some associations in your life that are hindrance to what God wants to do in your life. Praise the Lord. Now, I know there's going to be war, you are looking around yourself, who is close to me? I'm not saying that, praise the Lord. Don't start chasing everybody close to you. Go, go, go. God is about to do something in my life. No. There are some things in your spirit you can feel, you can sense. The more you interact with this person, it seems like there is an hindrance, that is an obstacle that is building up. This, the kind of people I'm talking about are these. You tell somebody, I want to apply for this job. And you say, ah, those people have already chosen the people they want. You are just wasting your time. I'm trusting God for this. Yeah, I also, many years I trusted him, but it it never worked. Those are the kind of people you begin to push aside. Give them a chance to live your life. Praise the Lord. You don't need such toxic talk around yourself. You don't need such a seed. Every word that is spoken, that word has got power in it. If you continue listening to negative words around you, those words are going to affect you, whether you like it or not. Be careful of what you hear. The Bible says, and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Why did it continue by the word of God? It would have just said by hearing and hearing by your ears. Because it was necessary to qualify. Only the right faith comes by hearing the word of God. Praise the Lord. But to be sure, every hearing And hearing that you hear, you listen to, will bring some faith in you. That faith could be negative. So you need to be careful what you pay attention to. That is why it is good to walk close to God. Because he doesn't speak negativity into your life. He speaks life every time. He speaks success into your life. He speaks victory into your life. He speaks uplifting into your life. He speaks a new dimension into your life. Praise the Lord. That is what the word of God speaks to you. And that is why in this hall of faith, we have this man like Abraham, who discovered I have to walk with God, whether it is in the desert or not, I have to walk with him. And see what happened. Immediately, God started speaking to Abraham. He told Abraham, my friend, you have been faithful in our work, in our relationship. Come. 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 come, come. North. North, north. Look in the north. North, north. You can see Abraham was not a short man. North, north, north. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> he was very tall. Some of you are looking at me and say, You want to stone me because I'm claiming I was there with a <laughs> Praise the Lord. He was tall in faith. Praise the Lord. He could see far in faith. That is why he was the father of faith. He stretched his neck and looked far into the north. And the Lord said, my son, you've done well. Look in the south. He looked far in the south. He said, well done. You are are doing well. Look in the east now. He had told, Abraham had told, Lord, take the best you want. And which direction did Lord take? The east. Praise the Lord. And God is telling you, even that which he has taken now will become yours. Praise the Lord. It doesn't matter the person you are losing in your life now. He may mean so much to you. But if he's a hindrance to what God wants to do in your life, if he leaves, he will, you will get whatever he's going to get wherever he's going. Praise the Lord. You don't lose anything. It's just going to pave the way for you. Have you ever walked in tall grass? You know, you people. Africa is beautiful. And I think South India, the way I've seen pictures, in the tropics, when it rains, the grass is green. Sometimes it can be tall. And in the morning there's dew. You don't want just to go and walk inside like this. Sometimes you take a stick to pave the grass. Lord is going to be your stick. Praise the Lord. That person who is leaving you is going to pave the door the way for you. Don't hesitate. Please don't set away brethren from your life. In your spirit, God will speak to you. If you listen to him, he will speak to you. This is not a healthy relationship. This is not a healthy talk. This is not where you should be. Move aside. I want to speak to you. Take some distance from this congregation. I want to speak to you. Because there's something he wants to do in your life. Praise the Lord. There are some bosses. Now... Don't go to your boss and say, Mr. Kenneth said, you must get out of my life. You'll be sucked. And I'll not be there. If I come at the airport, I'll be doing like this. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Be careful. There are some things you speak, but you don't speak. Praise the Lord. You speak them from within, but you're quiet. You know I'm declaring in this situation. I know this man is against me. I know this system once is skewed to make me fail. But you're speaking, oh Lord my God. I cannot perish in this situation. I will live and talk of your goodness. I will live and speak of your testimony. Praise the Lord. So some bosses must leave your life for you to experience God's blessing. Some close associates must leave. Praise the Lord. Some friends must also leave for God to expand you. For your boundaries to move in the north, for your boundaries to move in the south, for your boundaries to move in the east, for your boundaries to move in the west, some close associates might, must begin to take a back seat in your life. And then you begin to relate to God alone. Praise the Lord. And I will give you so many descendants that like the dust of the earth, they cannot be counted. Go and walk through the land in every direction for I am giving it to you. Now, this is the beauty about walking with God. He gives you a blank check every time. Abraham wanted... Huge pasture because of the animals he had. And God is there, go and walk. As far as your feet will take you, that I have given to you as a possession. Praise the Lord. And one evening again, he took this man out. and told him, Abraham, you're crying about children. Come. So Abraham went outside the house, the tent, and he was listening. And God told him, are your eyes okay? He said, yes, I can see. He told him, look at the sky. Abram looked, yes, I can see stars. He said, count them. Have you ever tried that? You, go, you, count, you can only count in a group, this group, this group. When you start one, two, three, four, four, You did I count this one? You go back. So, Abraham, I said, uh, Lord, I'm tired. I know what you mean. There will be many. That explains why there was no city for Abraham. All this time, God is just walking with it. Because which city is going to hold these stars? Which city will I build for Abraham for him to have all these people together? So, the city of Abraham keeps expanding every time, every time. Praise the Lord. Because he was a man hungry to receive what God had planned for him. Praise the Lord. Genesis 15, verse 1. Sometime later, the Lord spoke to Abraham in a vision and said to him, Do not be afraid, Abraham, for I will protect you and your reward will be great. Walking with God guarantees protection in our life. Praise the Lord. It guarantees protection in our life. But Abraham replied, O sovereign Lord, what good are all your blessings when I don't even have a son? Since you have given me no children, Eliezer of Damascus, a servant in my household, will inherit all my wealth. You have given me no descendants of my own. So one of my servants will be my heir. Sweet Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, sometimes you relate to somebody. Abraham is walking with God. All this time he's troubled. But he has never gathered the courage to talk. Animals are just coming and other things are being expanding and increasing he starts worrying. Do you think God did not know that Abraham needed a son? He knew. Praise the Lord. He knew, and he knew when to give. But he was pleased to have a relationship that was meaningful with Abraham. Working with him. Having a man who can listen to him. Who can pay attention to what God wants. And who is obedient. That's what God valued most. And it came to this time... That Abraham said, I this is my friend. Whatever is in my heart, I must pour to him. Praise the Lord. That is what friends are for. Sharing. Praise the Lord. Sharing. So Abraham shares with God his concerns. Maybe there are some of us here. As you relate with God, you've got doubts about your relationship with him. Maybe your education is telling you. You know, that these things that you are thinking about, God does not concern himself with this one. Use your intelligence to do this. And you have been struggling with that poor intelligence. It has, it has embarrassed you many times. Praise the Lord. You know your salary is okay. It can meet these needs. Why are you praying? Why are you calling to God? Why are you speaking to him? You can just go and do these things. And then when you go, all the money disappears there. Am I speaking to somebody here? If I'm not speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself because I've been there. Praise the Lord. There are times that we put our money into issues. We think it's going to work. But we have forgotten to involve the person we work with. We have forgotten to involve our father. And the money just disappears. You can't explain what is happening. You did all your calculations and everything was perfect according to understanding. But according to the relationship with God, it is wanting because it has excluded him in the whole dimension. Praise the Lord. And for that reason, it doesn't work. It is time for you to go and tell him, my father, we've been working with you. I want you to intervene in this issue. I want you to intervene in this matter. The tone in which Abraham was speaking was not an easy one. All these things you blessed me with. I'm happy, Lord, but of what use is it? They're all going to go to these people. Do for me something. Do something in my life. That may be your cry this this afternoon. Do something in my life, O Lord. Be honest with Him. He will intervene. Praise the Lord. The beauty of it is the answer that he gave. No, 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 no. That is not in my program. That is not part of my plan, Abraham. Praise the Lord. I have a better plan for you. That your own fruit will come to inherit this. Praise the Lord. Your strength is not a waste. Your ideas are not a waste. But you just need to involve the right person. Praise the Lord our Father in Heaven. Bring Him. Let Him be involved. And you can see the wasted years can be recovered in a short while. Have you been there? Struggled with something for months upon months? When you are just about to give up, your spiritual eyes open and you realize I had forgotten to involve God. And when you invite Him, Father, I am tired come take charge. Then you begin to laugh at yourself, how foolish was I? I could not see such an easy path to recover this. Because we fail to involve him in these matters, it becomes a problem. Praise the Lord. Discuss your issues with God. Have room to tabernacle with God, to discuss with him, to fellowship with him concerning issues of your life. Don't be quick to run to people. People can only sympathize. Praise the Lord. There is a way they can help. But if you have involved God, when you go to them, it becomes even much easier. Praise the Lord. God will use them to give you a word of wisdom that will see you through But if you you run to the taxi driver and you are in the taxi and you are talking about yourself, how your boss has messed you up, before you reach your place of work, you will receive a call. Why are you in Rui and you're supposed to be in place of work? (laughs) Because there is an insect in that car which will relay the information to the the boss. (laughs) Praise the Lord let us learn to interact with God as children of God and we'll see him take us through. The same Genesis 15, God begins to give promises upon promises to Abraham and he tells him, these descendants that I'm going to give you, 400 years they will live somewhere and then they will come back to this land. Did God Fulfill that promise or not? He did. Prom- praise the Lord. It doesn't matter how long that promise is taking. In the right time, the right place, right circumstances, it will come to be fulfilled. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Quickly, Joseph is another character. <clears throat> Genesis 39. Verse 2, the Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Verse 3, Potiphar noticed this and realized that lo- the Lord was with Joseph, with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. This pleased Potiphar, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. From the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. All his household affairs ran smoothly. His crops, livestock flourished. Joseph worked with God. For that reason, immense wisdom was granted to him. And his hands were blessed. Everything he laid his hands upon became a blessing. How come Potiphar discovered this and people who are Christians don't discover such kind of tricks? You know, Potiphar was wiser than most of us. When he realized this man has got connection with God, he abandoned the scene. He said, you go ahead. But who was enjoying the wealth? Praise the Lord. Yeah. We need to learn those. Once you discover God is handling issues, don't come there struggling so that you, you prove you have done something. When men are talking, you say, yes, I have also done this. You know God is doing for you. Just humble yourself. You say Yeah, it is there, but it's God who has done. Praise the Lord. Most of us, we have this problem. We want to prove that we have achieved. We want recognition. That's the human nature. So you want to do things so that people can recognize you. That is where we fail. If we abandon them for God to do, we will see God drive the engine of our success to greater heights. Praise the Lord. Let's not be in competition. Let us allow God to do it. God cannot fail in any project he sets out to accomplish. That should be firmly rooted in you. When you work with him and honor him. He makes you a partner in his success. Praise the Lord. He will make you a partner in his success. And everything you touch, God will grant it to succeed. I hope that's what you want. Quickly, does the enemy take leave because you are succeeding? Because God's hand is up, upon you? Does the enemy take leave because now you are walking with God? No! No! In fact, in chemistry, I did it many years ago. If I make a mistake, those who are chemical engineers and don't don't start shouting. Praise the Lord. We used to have tests. I did the, the chemistry I did was on the lower level. You put one drop. If that precipitates you you're right. Eh? And then if you put in excess you also write what you have observed. Praise the Lord. So when the enemy attacks you because God is blessing you, he's just carrying out those tests to confirm is is it true this man leans on God or not? Praise the Lord. You remember Job? After he had done his tests, he went back to God. And he was trying to inquire, is it not because you have built a wall of around Job that all these things are succeeding? Let that be the testimony that the enemy bears of you. That God's wall is around your life. God's protection is around your life. He cannot reach you. Praise the Lord. So in short, I'm saying, don't be disturbed when you find that at the time you're expecting God to intervene, the pressure is becoming too much. That confirms that the enemy has sensed something is about to happen. The devil will always target those close to God. This, however, does not cancel God's plan over your life. In fact, God will use the situation we find ourselves in to catapult us to a higher place than we were. Did it happen in Joseph's life? when the devil was trying to push him in the jail, he didn't know God had already planned connections. You people talk of connections. There are divine connections that can make you connect in prison. Praise the Lord. As long as you allow yourself to operate in the presence of God. He drove him, he allowed the devil to drive him in the cell. In the cell there, there was a connection to the topmost office. He did not go to see the permanent secretary, no. It was somebody very junior who introduced him to Pharaoh. And the life changed. Praise the Lord. The difficulties you are facing will become but a catapult into your future success. Praise the Lord. Our time is gone, but we'll try to summarise whatever we have in two, three minutes. Moses was one of these people, Exodus 33. Verse 12, he says, But one day, Moses said to the Lord, You have been telling me, take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send me with. Moses was concerned with whom he's going to walk with to the promised land. He knew it was a difficult task. He needed some company. Praise the Lord. You have told me, I know you by name. This is God now speaking. And I look favorably on you. God is telling Moses. If it is true that you look favorably on me, let me know your ways so I may understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor and remember that this nation is your very own. Verse 14, the Lord replied, I will personally go with you. Are we taking note of that statement? The first thing that Moses was seeking for is somebody to accompany him, to realize God's purpose. God says, I know you by name. I know what you're going through. I know the challenges you're facing. Praise the Lord. Then he says, I, God, will personally go with you. God will go with you, personally. Praise the Lord. When the king says, I'm intervening in this matter personally, you know it is sealed. Praise the Lord. No man can come and say, but, 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 but. Yesterday, William was trying to tell... uh, Fred, his accountant, I want 50% to be given to the work of the Lord. And the accountant was saying, are you sure all this money should go to... And what did William say? He said, you go and do as I have said. Did, Did the accountant come back and say, I don't think this is the right decision? The owner, when the owner says, I am going with you personally to see your success, nobody can resist that. Nobody can stand in your path. Praise the Lord. That is what God is saying. Just as I finish, I want to post this as a challenge to us. We can talk of those men of old. They are in Hebrews. There's the woman with the issue of blood. Praise the Lord. This woman, for a long time, she was kept far away from the presence of Christ. Praise the Lord. But she said, away from this man, I will not get my my healing. She penetrated the crowd. It didn't matter what the shame she would face. But she said, if I move close to him, touch his hem, the hem of his garment, my situation is going to change. Praise the Lord. She pressed forth through the crowd and touched the hem of the garment. Did her life change or did it remain the same? Did it change or did it remain the same? You must praise and be close to God. Have your work with him and let's see what happens in your life. If it will remain the same, then the Bible has changed. But I can guarantee you it will change. Praise the Lord. The word of God will never change. So you can be guaranteed your life will change. The paralytic, in the book of Luke, he was lying there. The friends knew the problem he had. They realized, this man, if we leave him where he is, he will not get his healing. We must take him close to Christ. He must be at the feet of Christ for his situation to change. And they went, they found the crowd preventing them. They said, no way. We are going to remove the tiles on the roof and we will lower him down at the feet of Jesus Christ. They lowered him there. Did his life change or it never changed? Yes. Praise the Lord. God wants you to be close to him that our lives may change for our good. Praise the Lord. And finally, as I close, Revelations three twenty. Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. That's what God is saying. Standing at the door of your heart. He wants to come and partner with you. If you open the door, Jesus is coming into your life and it will never be the same again. John chapter 1, verse 10. He came into the very world he created, but the world did not recognize him. He came to his own people and even they rejected him. But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become the children of God. They are born, they are reborn, not with physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from the, the from God. Praise the Lord. You can be in this church And close to God, but you're not feeling his presence. We want to say there's an opportunity for you to receive him into your life. And as pastor comes to close, I believe you'll have an opportunity to make a decision. If you want your life to be transformed, to be changed, you cannot enjoy this benefit if you are outside Christ. You must be in Christ. Praise the Lord. I welcome you into this family of God that you may have the full benefit of being and working close to God. Not just attending church, not just being close to Christians, not just being in a Christian family, but being in relationship with God himself. Praise the Lord. May God bless you.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Brother Kenneth, for that message. It's a point for us to ponder as we close do I want a closer walk with God? Do I want to enjoy the benefits of a closer walk with God? He said maybe you'll get your message in one minute or two minutes. I got my message in the beginning. Enoch lacked nothing because he had a closer walk with God. Now just rise up on your feet with me please. And it's not time for for me to encourage you. Just lift up your voices. If you want to have a closer walk with God, make that commitment to him, okay? As we pray, just make that commitment to him. He has given an altar call that if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, just pray that the Lord will come to your heart. Just pray that I am a sinner. Father Lord, come into my heart. Come and take absolute control of my life. Ask him to come to dine with you, confess your sins to him, and tell him, Lord, come and be master over my heart. I believe in you, I believe you died for my sins and you have risen again. Just invite him into your heart. If by chance, at any point in your life, you have decided to do it on your own will, on your own strength, invite him, partner with you, and say, Lord, I want you to be part of my walk with you. Draw me closer to you. Draw me closer to you. Just please pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. It has to be intentional. It's not Brother Kenneth asking you to. If you want your life to change, just say, Lord, I need a closer walk with you. He has explained to you the benefits of walking with God. He has explained to you what you reap from walking with God. I want a closer walk with him. I intend to leave this place and say, Lord, take absolute control of everything I do. My decisions, my walk with you. It's a moment of time. Just lift up your voices and say, Lord, come and take control. Let me walk with you. Let me hear you. Let me hear what you have to say concerning every situation. Concerning my children, Father Lord, explain yourself to me. Concerning my ministry, explain yourself to me. Concerning my job, Father Lord, explain yourself to me. Thank you, Father Lord. And as you have done that, as you have done that, every, every aspect of your life will be taken care of. You will not lack anything. You will be fully protected. The Lord that has partnered with you, the Lord that has walked with you, will bless you. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. As we bring this service to an end, Let's pray for Brother Kenneth. Say, Lord, thank you for allowing the man of God to be used today to deliver this message. Just say, thank you for his life. Like the Lord will grant him more wisdom, grant him more understanding, bless his family, bless the works of his hands. As he has given this message, he will also draw closer to you by the day in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father Lord. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Father Lord, we say thank you. We thank you, Lord, because you have tabernacled with us today. You have blessed us. You have given us a word in season. Father, Lord, as we depart today, we want to depart with your presence. We want you to walk out with us, Father, Lord. Even as we enter the days ahead, Father, Lord, Lord, we ask that you will be with us, Father, Lord. You will hold us by the hand, Father, Lord. Lord, you will bless all that concerns us in the mighty name of Jesus. Where anybody has come here with a down heart, Father Lord, we pray, Lord, that our hearts and souls shall be lifted up in you, Father Lord. In confidence that with you as our partner, with you as working together, that everything will be sorted out. Continue to pray for our brethren that are not feeling well, that are under the weather. Your Jehovah Rapha, Father Lord. In your presence, there is no sickness. And Father Lord, we claim that for them in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for the programs ahead, Father. We pray, Lord, that your name alone will be glorified. We pray that it shall be a success. The outing on Saturday, Father Lord, we pray for safety. We pray for protection. And we pray for a wonderful time in your fellowship. We pray for our brethren that are not here, wherever they are. Those that have traveled, if they are coming back, Father Lord, we pray for journey mercies. Lord, we pray for journey mercies. We pray for our children also, especially, Father Lord. In this season they are alive, Father Lord. We pray that you will draw yourself closer to them also. That they will draw closer to you. With all the challenges they face, Father Lord, they will look up to you for guidance. And so shall it be in the mighty name of Jesus. Before we share the grace, the first-timers, please come to the left side of the door. Our welcoming team will be with you. Don't forget Saturday, the fellowship that we're going to all have. So you meet at Bethel, 9 o'clock, and you move. And if you can go there on your own, the venue has has been given. Praise the Lord. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful afternoon.